Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spend quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Tuesday night on Broad Avenue at Rec Room and in East Memphis at Mellow Mushroom every Wednesday night downtown at Tampa Tap and every Thursday night on South Main at the Green Beetle and the Arcade Restaurant. CerritoTrivia.com It's time for Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito We're live from Hyattown, Mount Mariah, here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to Cerrito Live. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. Joined alongside on the other side of the glass, C.J. Hurt. We're here for the next two hours on this college football Saturday. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. Coming up on the show, we will have our official Kevin Sanity Grizzlies 2016-2017 season preview. The Grizzlies tip off their season on Wednesday night at FedEx Forum. So Kevin Light, who joins us every week in the 11 o'clock hour, will be here. We'll officially lock in our predictions and talk about what to expect this season with your Grizzlies. Also uh, coming up on the show, we end the show every week with the wrestling segment in the main event, Dustin Five Star. It's his birthday today. Dustin Star, professional wrestler, Grizzlies MC, will join us at 12.30 today, and we'll talk about the big return of Goldberg, 12 years in the making. Goldberg was on Monday Night Raw last week. And also coming up on the show, Greg Akers from the Memphis Business Journal, a notorious Nashville hater, will join us to tell us why Nashville sucks. And, of course, CJ, you've got a song to grind to again. Very popular segment last week. Folks in Grind City like to get their grind on, Kevin. So you don't want to miss CJ's song to grind to in Grind City a little bit later on as well. But we start every week with woohoos and boos. To the Grizzlies season 
It's here. It's finally here, CJ. For those, this is, this is a, a city that loves its basketball. And uh, we're four days away from the Memphis Grizzlies tipping off their season. It's been an interesting summer. And finally, we're going to see these, some of these some of these guys back on the court uh, come Wednesday. But uh, coming up later on on the show, as I just mentioned, Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer will be here and will officially uh, give our predictions and thoughts on the season. But it's exciting. And you add to the excitement for Wednesday night. Or maybe to take away from the excitement, we know Justin Timberlake will not be there for opening night because he's going to be on the Tonight Show that same night. So there you go. You get to watch your Grizzlies at FedEx Forum and then later on watch your Grizzlies owner, uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, reunite with his buddy Jimmy Fallon. It's always fun when those two are together on uh, the Tonight Show. Never seen the Tonight Show. <laughs> wait, wait. Like ever in your life? You've never, never. watched Jay Leno on there? Never. You've never had your television on to never. the Tonight Show? You, the Late Show? Never. What do you mean, never? Never. How, how have you... Everybody has seen parts of the Tonight Show. My name ain't everybody. So what I've do you think the Tonight it. Show is? I know it's one of those shows that come on that I don't watch. Okay, well, what do you think... How do you... How does it... What do they do on it? What do they do on the show? I, I talk? I don't know. Honestly, okay. I've so never... Kevin, I've never seen it. I have no clue I, what I they do. I know that's why I'm asking you. So we got Jimmy Fallon. Okay. It's just like I'm talking to an alien right now. So I'm talking to Jimmy. So Jimmy Fallon's the host, right? What did he used to do? I don't. He did guys with kids. What is that? The a, TV show that got canceled. They sent me like a diaper bag once upon a time. Oh, oh I am. You're blowing my mind right now. What do you okay. mean? Guys, <laughs> giving okay. you some of his good work. Jimmy Fallon is best originally known for his work on Saturday Night Live. Guys with Kids was so much better than Saturday Night Live, though. He was part of the Weekend Update, and he was the guy who would always uh, – you've seen Saturday Night Live, right? You've seen that. Yes, I've seen a couple episodes of that. Okay. And so he was known for being the guy who couldn't keep a straight face on, on Saturday Night Live. Now, I'm looking up Guys with Kids. I don't show that Jimmy Fallon was on Guys with Kids. He was like the the writer or producer or director or something. Okay. All right. Well, let's get back on track then. Uh, as far as – what you think the Tonight Show is. That's what I want to know. Okay, so what do you think at the beginning of the show? And they're like, welcome, it's the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Here's Jimmy Fallon. What does he come out and do? The show. I don't, I don't what know. What does he do? Like, what does he do on the show? Yes, I guess he comes out and talks about stuff that he finds like, entertaining. He comes out, sits down. Um, I know they have guests on those late night shows. I'm just not a, a late night show person. I don't like that. How, you haven't watched it. How do you know? Good point. Good point. But I mean, I mean, in 2016, I do agree with you. It's 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 not necessarily the greatest thing anymore. Mostly, it's just bits of a viral video content put together with scripted interviews. But what I'm just like, okay, so you know what he so he comes out and what does he what does he do? He says, "Welcome to the night show. Let's start talking." Welcome to the night show. Uh, we got this guest, that guest, and this guest lined up. Okay, let's get to this guest though first. Oh, you get straight to the guest. I guess, yeah, sure, why not? We need to, I don't want to even like let you know what happens on this. You've never watched a late night talk show in, in, in your life. Does the Daily Show count? No, I mean, a Daily Show could count, but it doesn't count in the traditional sense. So you've seen that, right? They go straight to the, you know, how that one works. Yeah, I know how the Daily Show works. Tonight Show, these, those shows traditionally start with a monologue, CJ. Late night talk shows. They come out and the host tells jokes about current events. And then the audience laughs. 
and then they go to commercial. And usually he comes back and he's sitting at a desk, and then he does some other bit. What well, could be pre-taped or it could be like a set-up comedy bit that they do at the desk. Then they go to commercial again, and then it's guests for the rest of the show, and it's scripted celebrity interviews. Oh, okay. Why Quasi. would I watch that? Well, it's jokes. You don't like jokes? I don't find Jimmy Fallon to be that humorous. You, when you watch him in shows that he's not even on. <laughs> I'm saying if he was guys with guys with kids is amazing. He was the creator and executive producer of guys with kids and it was great. I hate they took it off. Oh, mercy, mercy, Mr. Percy. All right. So CJ's never seen the tonight show or any late night talk show. But, so you should watch. You watch Wednesday night. What time does it come on? It comes on at 1030. Comes on after the the news. You don't know what time the Tonight Show comes on. No, I don't know what time because I don't watch the news either. You didn't know that? Did you know the news came on at ten o'clock? Yeah. Okay. You watch Channel Three though when I'm on, right? Always. <laughs> okay, so uh, this Wednesday night you're gonna watch ten thirty-five. Set your DVR or go stream it online. You're gonna have to watch it. You're going to watch this. 1035. I got to watch it now? You've never seen one, so watch this one. Jimmy Fallon, Justin Timberlake on the night of the Grizzlies opener. Um, so Grizzlies, we'll get into that with Kevin Leip a little bit later on. So let's keep moving in some, into, in, into some, some woos and boos. I completely thrown off track here with CJ saying he's never seen a late night talk show before. I'm going to give a boo. Boo! All right, to those folks who think that Hugh Freeze and company should not be in the top 25. So I did my research. It's, it's fascinating. So uh, you've got um, Mississippi, the team that plays right down the road in Oxford. Uh, three losses already this season. The only three-loss team in the top 25 this year. And... Not many teams in history with a 500 or worse record have been in the top 25 this late in the season. Uh, they're just the sixth team, the sixth team since 1978 to be ranked in the coaches poll or the AP poll with a record of three or th- three and three or worse. So there's only been six teams since 1978 to do what Hugh Freeze and company are doing right now, which is in some people's eyes being overrated and other people's eyes. It's. It's uh where they should be, and I'm saying it, it's probably where they should be. You would think on paper, yeah, three and three team, pretty overrated. But if you look at it, uh, and even a year ago, we spent a lot of time on this program when Memphis was clawing its way into the top 25 as an undefeated team with a win against Ole Miss. There was not, there's not a team like that out there right now. Those teams are already in the top 25. The underdog teams. If you look through the top 25, your Western Michigan, already number 20 in the country. Boise State, already ranked number 14 in the country. Houston, lost a game, ranked number 11 in the country. That's an American Athletic Conference team with one loss, is still number 11 in the country. Um, you have a 4-1 and one American Athletic Conference team, Navy, in the top 25. I guess your argument is that maybe Memphis should be in there. Because they beat Ole Miss, and if Ole Miss, or they lost to Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is apparently one of the greatest teams going, right? Top 25 teams. So Memphis has an argument to jump in there, and Memphis will be in the top 25 today if they're able to defeat Navy. Like, you, it's, without a doubt, Memphis will be 24 or 25 in the top 25, because Navy will fall out. Memphis, in turn, will take its spot as being a one-loss team. So Memphis will have that opportunity to jump in. CJ, 
I know you're probably saying because you are you're an SEC hater. You'll admit that, right? Yes, but can even, I make an addendum even, to it? Even okay, yeah, sure. Go ahead. What's your name? I am a hater of anybody who is a fan of an entire college football okay. conference. That's fine. But even during the total domination era of winning back to 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 back national championships that the Southeastern Conference was doing, you still thought they were a little overrated. And this is definitely an argument for anybody out there who thinks the SEC is overrated and there's some SEC bias now that ESPN has their deal with the SEC. Uh, and I don't have to, I don't have to explain every week why I'm an SEC fan. I'm, I'm, I'm from the South. It gives me something, uh, fun to, uh, to, to rally behind, um, as a Southerner, uh, when a lot of the rest of the country, uh, looks down on you and thinks you're just, just redneck idiots. Uh, at least we got the Southeastern Conference to bring us together. Um, I think every rebel flag in, in the South should be replaced with SEC flags and let's really band together on something that's, that's, that's not hateful. But, uh, that aside, my SEC bias aside, this morning I was like, look, I'm going to try to find a team that deserves to be there over the University of Mississippi. And I looked at every other team that received votes from Colorado to Miami to Oklahoma State to Washington State, Virginia Tech, South Florida, Stanford, Iowa, Arizona State, Southern Cal, NC State, San Diego State, Pittsburgh, Troy, TCU. None of them have any type of compelling – if there'd be one thing, if there was an undefeated team, some other team that had a legit argument, and if CJ, you have one to tell me why Ole Miss should not be there, why Hugh Freeze and company should not be in the top 25. One then, power five win so far on the year, and that's against a Georgia team who I don't think, and I don't think anybody thinks is very good this year. Meanwhile, you look at Colorado, they got wins over Oregon, Oregon State, and Arizona State. That's three power five teams. Three over one, and granted, okay, season's still early. Yeah. University of Mississippi can play them way, play themselves back into the rankings. They're in the rankings, though. They don't need to play themselves in. They're in there right now. Well, they're now. in there now, but in my rankings, they can play themselves back into <laughs> said rankings. Okay, and, and the rankings don't really matter that much right now. They've already played their way out of being in contention to play for the BCS championship. That's not happening. Or whatever it's called now, the college football playoffs is that what we're supposed to call it? Yeah, college. Get it right, Kevin. College football <laughs> playoffs, and it's they had such a weird schedule. It was so it's so front loaded when right. you look at their losses to Florida State and Alabama specifically, and then the loss in conference to Arkansas, who still the jury's still out. They still got a lot to do uh, to prove that they're a good team and they're a quality team as well. So I mean, I can't. I wouldn't have. Ole Miss in my rankings. Well, I'm not surprised. But I think what you look at, what you got to look at is the quality of your losses, too. So you were just looking at the wins. And Colorado Colorado has two losses already. So, yes, Mississippi, one more loss than the state of Colorado. But but you look at the losses, all three of the losses that Hugh, Hugh Freeze and company have endured this season against teams that are in the top 25. And one of them is the best team in the entire country. And then you look at the. You don't know they're the best team in the entire country. They're currently ranked that way in Alabama. And you look at those scores, losing to Alabama by five. Your loss to Arkansas was by four. And you lost only by 11 to Florida State. You flip the coin over there. You look at a team like Colorado. 
they blew out uh, by Michigan on the road at the best team. And they in the went nation. on the road to, to, to Southern Cal uh, and lost that game. Southern Cal not in the top twenty-five, so they lost to a non-top twenty-five team. So I, I look, Colorado is your your best argument to be in there, but it's not it's not a good one. Ole Miss's quality of losses to me uh, hold up against anybody, and by the end of the year, if they're able to run the table, then it'll be. You know, fine and dandy. There's not going to be an argument on that, but as of today, I say I say they should be there. Mississippi top 25 team, yeah. Uh, maybe they should be number 25. <laughs> I, I mean, there's something about putting a three loss team ahead of a one loss team, you know, uh, and a two loss team. Of course, they're playing. It's 23 versus 25 today, right here, a little bit later on on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. So we'll find out. Somebody shouldn't be right. in there. This argument will be will be null. One of those teams falling out of the top twenty five at the end of the day, and Mississippi may be moving up in the top twenty five. CJ, if they're able to get a, a win, which is ridiculous. Well, it's they're a seven and a half point underdog today in the Coach O Bowl. Seven and a half point dogs um, in uh, in uh, down there in uh, at LSU. So they're on the road at LSU, the Coach O Bowl. Um, this is the first one of those ever, right? This is going to be pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> Coach O playing for a job, uh, seven and a half points, uh, for the number 25 team versus the number 23 team. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Ole Miss, uh, today's their day. Like if you, they will, if they win today, they prove they deserve to be in the, in the top 25 beating LSU. That's a beautiful thing about college football. They give us the rankings at the beginning of the week and we can argue about whether or not these teams should be there. But by the end of the week, we get and that with each successive week, we get a better picture about where everybody belongs in said rankings. And so you look towards the future and um, also look to the past. So, hey, if you're going to have a team, if you think about this team, the team down there in Oxford, they're disappointed. But here you are. You get to at least make history on this season. You're not going to win. The college football playoffs, that's probably out of the question at this point. But you can make history, and you have made it, to be the first 3-3 three and three team to be ranked in the top 25 since 2009. So you're up there with Oklahoma, who was number 25 back in 09. So kudos to you. We'll see uh, where uh, Memphis and Mississippi will be in the top 25 this time next week. CJ, you got a prediction on that? Both of them out. Both of them out. You think Memphis is going down today? You think Norvell can't get it done? You think Freeze can't get it done? Yep. LSU win. Navy win. Yes. What a what a hater. How am I a hater? I'm picking both wins. I'm picking a How? Why? Nobody can stop a triple option unless they have like an extra week to prepare for it. It's so archaic. It's genius. It's so simple. It they can't have an be extra, stopped. They have an extra day. Remember, they played Friday last week. So oh, an extra day. An extra day. You need and a full we, week. <laughs> And we saw how Coach Norvell was preparing. We saw him at the Food and Wine Festival. I forgot we saw Coach. So he was, I'm sure he prepared all day and just needed to unwind at the festival. Yeah, sure. Why not? Great festival, by the way. Had a ball. The, you know, food and Wine Festival, the, the first ever Memphis Food and Wine Festival was was unbelievable. Uh, okay, yeah, so, and I'm excited that both of these two games are on the slate today because it's not the most exciting, uh, college football day except, um, Alabama, Texas A&M. I'm real excited about that one. I don't, I don't know why the Navy Memphis game isn't on oh. national TV. Isn't like it on, on CBS? Like, NB, CB, is it CBS Sports, NBC Sports? 
It's on CBS Sports. Okay, like I, it's on. It's technically on national television, but you're saying ESPN did not pick it. Yeah, I don't know why ESPN ESPN didn't pick up. Somebody who I can actually access didn't pick it up because you got to pay all that extra money for those channels. Did Memphis reveal their uniforms? I hadn't seen anything. All right, Uh, I'm gonna finally give a woohoo. Woohoo! To the grand opening of the Harahan Bridge. The big story today in Memphis uh, is the opening of the Big River Crossing. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's nearly a mile long. It's going to be the, and it is officially, opening today at 1 o'clock. The uh, opening ceremonies of the bridge happening right now. Our friend Congressman Steve Cohen is there. The mayor's there. Other folks there. Uh, but they're opening Big River Crossing, which is going to be the longest public pedestrian bridge across the mighty Mississippi. And uh, this is one of those things to me. I don't know. You don't watch late night TV, uh, CJ. So like they, uh, John Oliver does this thing is like, why is this still a thing? And to me, it's like, why hasn't this been a thing is what I'm wondering when this opened. Like, why hasn't there been a way for you to bike or walk across the Mississippi? And apparently they first proposed this idea in 1975. So 1975, way before I was born, way before you were born, CJ, somebody said we should have um, a pedestrian uh, bridge connected to the Harahan Bridge downtown uh, to go across the Mississippi River. And here today it is a reality. And in a city where we uh, underutilize, to be honest, one of our greatest assets, which is the Mississippi River. Uh, Today we are – Making another great step forward. I think even Bass Pro opening to Bill Street Landing opening and knelt to this. Uh, and even like the Grizzlies having their exercise stuff set up on the river. Like we're slowly adding more and more things to do down by the river. And of course, the conversation about Mud Island. Um, and now you can now go all the way across from Memphis to West Memphis starting when this show goes off the air today at 1 p.m. The bridge will be open. To the public, you can go to BigRiverCrossing.com to check out what I'm talking about. That's BigRiverCrossing.com. If you have not heard about this, we are so into the future today, uh, CJ, in 2016 that the, that this new bridge has a Twitter account too. You can follow the Harahan Bridge, the Big River Crossing at Big River X on Twitter. That is exciting. Which part? All of it. The Twitter account. Duh. I know you like to go down to the river and watch the sunset, CJ. Oh, sunrise. Yeah, we get up early on Sundays and go for walks in Memphis, Main Street. Oh, you like to watch the sunrise. Yeah, Main Street. We were on Front Street. We do uh, Mud Island. Uh, What's the other one over there? Harbor Town, we walk around through there. I look forward to walking across the bridge. Can you walk across it? Yeah. Yeah, you can probably do it on Sunday. Starting at 1 p.m. today, you can walk all the way across the bridge from Memphis to West Memphis. Now, it's pretty long. It's the largest or the longest public pedestrian bridge across the Mississippi River. It's about a mile. Oh, yeah, that's fine. So walk a mile get, there and walk a mile back? Yeah, yeah, try and get about four in. I'm trying to prepare Courtney for our summer vacation to somebody's amusement park because she didn't fare well at Six Flags this past summer. Oh, okay. Well, I think I think a mile there, a mile, as long as you, I don't know, because I don't know what's going to be waiting for you on the other side in West Memphis. That's something we're still, I mean, you're too, probably too far away from Poncho's. Uh, when you get over there, but this is, it's going to be really cool. The views are supposed to be spectacular because you're walking across this. And one thing about, uh, living in a city that where your, your skyline's on the river, your best view of Memphis is from West Memphis. Your best view is traveling back across the bridges and seeing the skyline. So now you can do it on foot and, uh, load up your Instagram feed with, uh, 
awesome pictures of the city. It's a, it's so other fun facts. It's the country's longest active rail slash slash bike slash pedestrian bridge. So the longest active rail slash bike slash pedestrian bridge because it's they've got the railroad tracks right there uh, when you go across. But this is a big deal since it's been in the works since 1975. It's it's another fun outdoor thing added on to the green line. Again, why hasn't this been a thing? I have, you know, they've been working on it. Some things take a while. It's opening today. The weather's perfect for it. Is the construction going to take as long as the bridge took? Is the construction on what we're we talking about? On the 40. Is it the 40 crossover? What is that? Oh, what's the going on with Sam, Co- uh, yeah, Sam, Sam Cooper? Yeah, Sam Cooper. Sam Cooper construction. <laughs> That's probably been going on since 1975 as well. Um, it's, so it's a connection point for Main Street to Main Street, a 10-mile multi-corridor that features um, the Delta Regional River Park and Big River Trail, creating ties to attractions between Memphis and West Memphis. So I, I can't wait to go check that out. It's the most – it's really – my number two most anticipated opening this week, because my number one most anticipated opening would be the Zaxby's on Union, CJ. It opens on Monday. The Zaxby's on Union Avenue. And for those who, those who, who do not know, this, that's not an officially endorsed boo. For those who that do, is officially endorsed. Who do not know, CJ uh, used to live at the apartment complex, which will now be uh, the location of the only Chicken Finger restaurant inside the Loop. Here in Memphis, inside the two four year loop, the only place you can get a chicken finger restaurant that specializes in chicken fingers is at on the site that where CJ used to live. <laughs> Zaxby's. Opening on Monday. I can't wait to go. Uh Snapchat, Instagram, tweet all Don't the pictures me. from there. Don't oh, tag you're me. gonna be tagged, CJ. You're gonna be tagged. Don't at me. Don't do any you of just, that. Just leave me alone. Look, I'll buy your lunch if you come. I'm not going there to eat. I'm a man of principles and such. I'll buy whatever you want to eat. No. On me. I want my apartment back is what I want. Mm. All right. That does it for woohoos and booze uh, for this week. Before we go to break, though, I do uh, – shout out to Smoothie King, right? Okay, so Smoothie King, uh, many Memphis area locations. You can go to the one inside Wolf Chase Galleria. There are uh, the one in Carville now has a drive-through. There's the one in Germantown. All over the city, you can go to Smoothie King. Uh, they dropped off some delicious smoothies for us this morning. It's this. This is really perfect for this time of year. These coffee-flavored smoothies. And which one are we? Which one do we have? We got the almond mocha, the cold brew coffee, whey protein, protein blend, almonds, non-fat debt. A non-fat dry milk, excuse me, 100% cocoa and turbinado. It's so delicious. What, and what are the names of the, They also have three other coffee smoothies. Yeah, they got the vanilla one, the raspberry mocha, and the cinnamon latte, which sounds delicious. Yeah, it, it does sound pretty good. This is a really good smoothie. It tastes like it tastes like a latte, and it tastes it tastes. Is, I love it. I love it because I know you were a little worried, CJ. Because you very you, concerned. You are a big. They have so many different smoothies at Smoothie King since 1973, and they uh, we usually get the you usually get the fruit smoothies, right? But sometimes, yeah, the fruit smoothies are so good. Sometimes I'm in the mood to indulge and get one of the. Uh, chocolate ones or the the coffee ones uh, like these. So you were a little worried because you were really focused on the fruit ones, but you like this one. You like it. Yeah, this is this is good. It tastes it tastes more like hot chocolate to me. It does. Perfect for perfect for the fall. And also, we we do need to give a shout out for this event happening at Christian Brothers uh, University because our friends at Smoothie King um, active in the community and they will be out at Christian Brothers University tomorrow.
Yeah, Down Syndrome Association of Memphis in the Mid-South. They got this thing going on, Step Up, and it is great. It, you know, you wear shoes to raise awareness, donate $50 or more, and get one pair of signature DSAM shoes, buy, so give, or add a pair of shoes to wear to the walk. And it's a walk. It starts at Christian Brothers. There's a lot of awesome things going on. Uh, registration opens at 11, a, 11 a.m., and so do the gates, and it's going to be fun for the whole family. And all for the down, all money raised for the Down Syndrome Association of the Mid South, and it stays local and helps a great cause. And ten bucks, you can go to the thing for ten dollars, and you get free food. So they're gonna have smoothies out there, they're gonna have hot dogs, uh, pizza, soft drink, shirts. It's gonna be a blast. Go you on, go out eat there. ten dollar donation. So if you're looking for, just go, just go down there, eat lunch today, help a good call tomorrow, and help a good cause there at Christian Brothers University. But uh, and maybe you could try one of these coffee smoothies like we're trying today, because they will have uh, complimentary smoothies for everybody out there. So, all right, we will be right back with our Grizzly season preview. Kevin Light from the Memphis Flower will join us. You're listening to Sarita Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Pro Wrestling's power couple, Dustin Five Star. And Maria. Here reminding you that Memphis Wrestling is back on Saturday mornings. Listen to me and my partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling with some of the biggest names in the industry every Saturday in the main event of Cerrito Live, only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only weekly wrestling segment on Memphis Radio. Guarantee you never miss a show by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Podcasts are always available at CerritoLive.com. 